little man. I will destroy you! You sound like a jerk! If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker! Especially you! I was saying, Bruins. Give me some sugar, baby. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Hey, we're back. Bunch of Dorks, show 322. My name's Mal. We never dropped any of those promos in from the other show. Oh, we'll there do we are. it. We'll, we'll yeah. do it today. Now. No, well, not now. now, right now. You can still drop the promos. My name's Mal, and there. with me as always... Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. Yeah, you know what? I did not put it, so I might. Yeah, that's what I mean. Whatever. Technical talk here. Yes, that's always great for for the listener. Great. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Not only that, but it takes up like 30 seconds, you know, like... Uh, anyway. Wow. Anyway. So what's going on this week, Dr. Morbius? Well, not a lot, but you've got some uh, stuff to talk about. you got a concert you went to last yeah, night. Yeah, and two we- three weeks ago... And you uh, went to a rough o- fight. Oliver Klozov took me to a boxing match. So you've got a lot of uh, stuff to talk wow. about. Wow, I never talked about it. That's There you sad. go. I don't even know any about this, so I'm just going to sit back and listen. Well, there was a... We went to the... Oliver Klozov, uh, he 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 goes out and does stuff way more than me. Sure. A lot more than me. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a homebody, but I, I you stick close to you home. You work a lot. You know, and and uh, uh, and you work nights too, kind of sort yeah, of. Sort and of. Oliver always uh, enjoys going out and doing stuff. And every now and then he he uh, he, he just says, "Hey, we're going to this," and I go, "Okay." Uh, so two three weeks ago, he took uh, he took me to see a boxing match over at the USF. Um, I don't know what the hell it's called. You know, uh, arena, whatever, USF yeah. Arena, and uh, it was it was pretty cool. There was a guy from Clearwater. There was all local fighters, but there was also other fighters from all over the country. It's a pretty exciting uh, night. The headliner was a uh, one time was a guy from Clearwater area who had, holds the belt. Uh, he fought another journeyman that was pretty tough, but it was I'd never been to the boxing matches. Oh. I've never been to a box I mean, a live boxing Just event. Rest, you went to live wrestling though, haven't you? Uh-uh. Nope. Never been to a live wrestling? Nope. Wow. So, but me and Oliver used to always get boxing pay-per-views. Uh through the late late 90s, early 2000s, we were always we would always buy like yeah. back see yeah. th- there was a period when heavyweights in America were actually a, a thing. And yeah. um yeah. now it got it, it, and it slowly got taken over by Russians. And then now they just do everything they can to just to keep them in Russia. So to me, without heavyweights, it's very boring. Um, I'm not. Boxing is okay. It's just I'm I'm much more of a. Uh, I love to see the like the the real big guys. There could be a knockout even when somebody's getting pummeled. He's one swing away from not being losing. You, you know. know. You want to see a Rocky and Apollo Creed. Right. Where when you do lightweights, middleweights, bantamweights. You're basically seeing two guys just hitting and hitting and hitting, and it's much more of a uh, a chess match in that like there one guy is clearly wearing the other one down over accumulation of punches. They might not even knock, you know, he might not even knock him down, but he'll win. It's, it's it's still very good. It's still very entertaining. It's just one of those things where I'm like, when without the very uh, the headliner of the heavyweights, I'm like, eh. But this one was really cool because I've never seen it. So we had great seats. Um, it was a fun event, you know. And the guy from Clearwater retained his belt. Uh, the other guy got cut and just did. It. He just the 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 corner waved it off. Just said oh, we're done. Okay. Which I think he would have gotten knocked out anyway. But you never know. The other guy was a good puncher. So. So he got cut so bad that he was bleeding. Yeah, he much. was bleeding. Uh, and there was one point where the one time was 
The other guy clocked him, and he was going out. He almost lost, but he survived the round. And about halfway through the next round, which is about when the when your legs get back under you and stuff like that, he danced around and did enough to keep. And then he then he came back and he then he started winning again. But it was oh, really okay. exciting. All right. So that was how, fun. How long is the, did these uh, matches go? Like a two or three hours or something? Oh, it was a night. It was a long night because yeah. there was a lot before and a lot after. Like oh, okay. It was, I bet you there was twelve fighters. They didn't have any MMA, mixed martial arts. No, no. That's no. just old school. See, that's a that's a funny thing. Um, uh, of course, being like uh, really into boxing, uh, when that hit, when MMA hit, um, we were like, well, this could be cool. And we, we either got a hold of a tape. Remember back when there was tapes? <laughs> Somebody gave us a tape of them, or we saw it on some ESPN2 or, or a pay-per-view or something like that. And it was very boring. It was just the worst thing to get through. It was a slog fest at best. And I think early MMA was that. It was all that Gracie wrestling, and it was just a bunch of dudes wrestling until someone figured out a, a hold that would break your arm if you moved, and then they tapped out. And you're like, okay, this is stupid. Let's go back to boxing, because that's exciting. And Lennox Lewis is a, an Englishman who is a pugilist specialist, and he's blah, 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 and a lot of talk. Um, so we just I just dismissed it completely. But now, I think MMA has rebranded itself into this uber-violent... It's not just the rolling around stuff. There's a lot of punching. There's a lot of stuff. But I never got into it. It's almost too... It's almost too Roman Gladiator for me to watch. Do you ever see at one point... And I don't know. I mean, I think this might happen. There's that MMA fighter, Ronda Rousey, who's like the most badass woman in the world. Uh Uh-huh. Do you ever think it's going to be like a guy versus a woman in one of these MMAs? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she could knock me out, but those guys are pretty rough guys. And yeah, there's that, a lot that, of that might be a taboo, but I don't know, man. You know? Yeah. And she's getting like really pub as like the biggest badass. She's she's like challenging guys, saying I can kick your ass and this and that. You know? I she mean, might she be might. Sorry. She might be sorry, or she might. Yeah, she know? might. Who knows? I mean, I don't want to see that. I don't either. I, and it's not and it's not anti women's lib. Don't, no, no, don't no, twist this into any bullshit. I don't want to see it. Not I don't. Wanna, you know, what I mean, no. like it's not, it's not a gender thing. I don't want to see it. No, I don't either. Um, it's just, but who knows? I don't. Have, do you watch that stuff? Have you no. ever seen it? I, every time I watch it, I get really turned off by <laughs> it. I can watch wrestling. I can watch boxing, but I don't like MMA. One of the weirdest things, and this was a, about probably a year ago, maybe. You know how time kind of melts. <laughs> um, I was watching where. Parents were taking their six and eight year old kids to MMA schools. Oh no! And I was like, Oh my God! They're what? Just, they're just producing born losers. No, it's the, no, it's the downfall. Like uh, some of the stuff, and this is maybe it's in your brain. Maybe it's who cares? A, a lot of stuff to me points towards the downfall of a society <laughs> as a whole. And when you when you when you shun education and prop up gladiators. When you prop up the stupidity on your TV and you downplay intelligent stuff, it's and, and when you you know, there's a lot of stuff that point to the downfall of a society of of a of a civilization. You know, is it going to be tomorrow? Of course not. I but, think I think I think you're you're, you're shortchanging. I think I think it's more than just a society. I think it's human race. Yeah, I think it's a it's global now. Yeah, probably. You'd like to think there's some good, but I don't. 
think so, really? I think there's some good. I think good. I think good overpowers evil. It's just evil is more uh, pervasive or prevalent. No, uh, no, that's not. No, I think evil is more. Uh, uh, they can sell it better on television. Good is kind of a oh, tough sell. It's, it's easier marketing. Yeah, it's, 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 it's more. It looks better on TV. The evil, because you're like, oh my god, I can't believe that happened. As opposed to. Oh, that was nice. He saved the kitten from drowning. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's been like that forever, too, but I right? guess. now it's and just, it, it, just steroids. Yeah, because yeah. they always like, oh, everything. Somebody will clearly be in the wrong, but they're going to counter sue, and they're going to appeal, and you see these athletes that are just big jerks, and they're doing all this shit, and they just keep appealing, because who cares? Because why, why do anything right? Why, why should... Why should what's right prevail? I'm just going to be a big arrogant asshole. Because there's you know? always somebody who who um, challenges what's right. You know what I mean? There's a, there's always going to be somebody who's got finds a gray area between right and wrong. Well, you lawyers. Know, he did kill his yeah lawyers. He did he did kill like uh, twelve people and set them alive. But when he was young. His dad used to uh, him, beat him huh? up and this and that. So that could have been the cause of it. And then not only did his dad beat him up, but then when he went to school, the kids beat him up. So, so there's always the gray area as opposed to like, this guy was just born to be like a jackass, yeah, which, but even so, which is yeah. what I believe. And then maybe well, life hits you. But I think you, I think my opinion is you were bo- if you were born a real bad guy and then on top of that life beat you up then you're going to do crap like that as opposed to if you're born a good person and you have good inside of you life might treat you bad but you're in the end you're not going to go out and do that crap you yeah, know you I mean? make the choices and i think there's also i think there's also not to give anybody a break i think this country a lot of people in this world have minor problems but they're being drugged up by these you know yeah tranquilizers and dude you mix that with like something else and you got a freaking walking time bomb that's i believe tr- i always want yeah, and that's so you're totally true that's totally correct one of the things i always wondered about is where is the disconnect where society i was always brought up this way and i don't know if it's maybe just whatever my parents or whatever you you look in the mirror because you're responsible for everything Everything now, things are going to happen. How you deal with them, how you react to them, and how you overcome them. You look, look in the goddamn mirror. That's who's in charge. That of whatever's in your brain. That's who's in charge of good, bad, uh, ugly. If you're going to fight, then fight. If you're not, then don't. Like kind of stuff. And and I, I just don't see that in most of society where it's this poor me and oh and I was wronged and even though the the blood's still on their hands, well you know. I, I think like, what, I, I think what I'm trying to say, uh-huh. and I'm not gonna, and I'm just gonna sound generalizing, but again, you do have to find some great area. But what I'm trying to say is that I don't think people are inherently evil, but I think our media is kind of is kind of dark, you know. Oh, I mean? they love it, dude. They're kind of dark, and they're really selling this. And I mean, there is a lot of bad. And we're in the buying world, it, and there is a lot of bad in the world, but they're really selling the dark. What, what, and, what and we're buying it. What did Dave Mustaine say? Peace sells, but who's buying? But who's buying? That's nice. exactly right. Hey. Nice. Enough of this down. Nice. Enough of this downer stuff. We got a new band. We got right. two new bands, but we're gonna promo one. We're gonna we're gonna break one this week, and then boom, next week we're gonna come at you with a new one. It's nonstop new music here at Bod. It's insanity. Okay, here is the out of sights. Check them out, cause they are out of sight, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
time I went through the second grade. I caught my reflection in a spoon while I was eating my cereal, and I remember thinking, wow, you're ridiculously good-looking. Maybe you could do that for a career. Do what? Be professionally good-looking. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Okay, but on a bit of a serious note, mm-hmm. uh, obviously the listeners are all here because they dig on, uh, like, movies, B-movies, the stuff we like, yeah. the stuff we talk about, right? Uh-huh. Well, what if there was a way you could get even more? Like, like more? What? More, more B-movie awesomeness. That would be amazing. With some, a little bit of uh, a spice sprinkled Spicy, into that. Spicy, yeah. yeah. Caliente. Paprika. <laughs> hey, well, I'm telling you what. If you're here listening, then you obviously like the same stuff we do. Well, why don't you go to YouTube on the internet and type in the search bar. Type in Creature Feature with Doc and Clown. You can subscribe to the channel. And you'll always get our updated videos. We're always uploading new exciting stuff, uh, almost always. And and, and also, <laughs> you you know, if you're on Facebook, go to the Creature Feature with Doc and Clowns Facebook, and uh, join the group. Then sure. you're gonna you're gonna get notifications when I put new stuff up, or when when I'm lazy and Doctor Morbius, which is often, does the work, and then I, <laughs> I upload it. You know, it's just fun for everyone. That's a great idea. I need to do that. Go ahead and do that right now. It's fun for the whole family. In fact, here, pause the show, go do that, and then sign up, subscribe, tell your friends, because obviously you all travel in the same circles as us. Yeah. Tell your friends, man. Get some listeners. Get some viewers. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm traveling in a circle and going nowhere. You spin me right round, baby. Right round. Like a record, baby. <laughs> right round, round, round. Oh, man. Thank was, you. Won't you? Remind what you normally would do. Just cough in your goddamn <laughs> fuck like everybody else. All right. We're back. 
Man, how did that grab you? The that out was of fun. sight. That was Dude, fun. They are. I w- we. I. What happened was this was kind of cool. I went to uh, Spin Out Records. I have like a a bunch of record companies kind of tagged uh, oh. that I just go look at every. That's how you do it. Like oh, okay. once a quarter, once every half a year, maybe because stuff isn't coming out every week, you know. So I click on there, and there's two things featured on the front of the page. Well, one's a little 45, and one was the out of sights. I said, hmm, that sounds interesting. So I went out and like found them on YouTube and listened to them. And I was like, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. So I ordered the record. I ordered both of the records, actually. I blind bought the 45 and I got the uh, other oh, one. Oh, you did buy yep. Okay. And they showed up. And I opened up the uh, the Out of Sights uh, record. And I opened this thing up. And it was glorious, man. It was like this. The vinyl was at 180, so it's a nice, heavy record. And it's like this blue and re- red and white and clear, uh, uh, red, blue, and like that milky white, clearish mm, okay. splatter record. Oh, no, and it is yeah. so vibrant and cool. Like I was like, oh my god! And it had the download code, you know. So oh. you went out and you get the digital version, and you got it. And it was like I was so thrilled. It was such a beautiful album, and I dug the music, you know. So then I like got the digital copy, and I took it with me to work, and I plugged it in so I could listen to it, and I just front to back. So kind of refreshing and like loungy and cool and hip, you know. Yeah, I can't yeah, say yeah. enough good about this band. I, I was so thrilled with the whole thing because I'm always out there searching for new music, and when you find something that is really like kind of to me, you it's not unique, but it is unique. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure, sure. Like, it's a new thing. It's yeah, it's new. It's very so. Check them out. Go go check them out on YouTube or just listen to them. We're gonna be playing them a lot on here. Uh, of course, the out of sights. Go to their page. Uh, go to their Facebook page. I'm gonna have links on on our show notes. And uh, hey, go, go to Spin Out Records and plop down the money. If you have a vi- if you have a vinyl collection or you you like records, go get it. Cause this thing is beautiful and it's it's a limiting pressing of 500. Oh. And I was like, man, I couldn't be happier. I was so thrilled. By the way, remind me, remind me. I'll tell you exactly because I don't want to give it away here. I found a place uh, the other day and they have some uh, Elvis vinyl. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're interested. Local? in Local vinyl, yeah, local. Yeah. Oh, nice. I don't want to give it away. There's not too many. There's not too many missing from the collection because we have about. 300. Oh really? You got most of we them. We have. Okay. I think okay. we have about eighty. Oh, okay, I didn't but know. There's probably ten thousand, so who knows? So yeah, so go check them out uh, online and uh, you know support the bands that support us. So so you bought a vinyl album or forty five of the band? No, I bought the vinyl full vinyl album of the Out of Sights. And then there was a secondary, there was a second one, not out of sight, so it was a, se- a different band featured uh, a little 45, and I was like, meh, because usually a 45, if you're going to have the shipping on there anyway, from like if you're going getting records mailed to you, it's not gonna it doesn't you. matter, it doesn't hurt or help, you know, it just, so I grabbed the 45, it's usually a three, two or three dollar purchase, and I I have a lot of 45s out there that are one-offs from punk bands and stuff like that, and just, what the hell, you know, sure, doesn't matter, sure, you know, so it was very fun, I was really... When I when I held that up in the light, I was like, it's like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I I have I have a, a bootleg from back in the day. I have to bring it one day. It's like uh, from the 70s. It's a Neil Young bootleg, but it's on we we, we it's on color vinyl. We lovingly recall it, re- remember refer to it as puke vinyl because it's kind of like like this like kind of light yellow with red splotches oh, on it or it's whatever. like snotty pukey yeah, green snotty pukey yeah, yeah. I th- that's one thing about records this iteration of records and record making 
seems to be a bit more refined with like color splits and tri-vinyls and weird stuff. They're doing a lot more stuff. And now Third Man Records is pushing that forward because they keep pushing the envelope. What there's liquid filled records, which was a failure, but whatever. And uh, but it's it's kind of cool that they are able to do this because a lot of the places are using the old machines. In fact, I was reading online. I was like, hmm, maybe I should make a record company. Maybe I could. Maybe I yeah. could start. No, press records. Yeah. Oh, boy. You know, you know, they used to have a machine. I saw it in the back of a comic book that you could buy that you actually like a recorder with a with, and it came with a vinyl. Which you they have record them. them. They're like tw- for for like fourteen hundred bucks. You can have like the desktop version of like push pressing albums. That is freaking cool. Now, because I was thinking, okay, because you could play a tape through there and just record it on a vinyl. Yeah. So I was thinking. Pony up the money and get an actual one of those big machines, yeah. and just start a record pressing. Oh, that's awesome. But what happened is, the machines are just old ones that they refurbish. Right. They're not like most of these places that are, you know, startup record places. Just procured one of those old ones sitting in a factory or sitting in a dump somewhere. They restored it for thirty thousand dollars, and now it's doing its job again. You know, KTEL. <laughs> Everyone bought up all of KTEL's old machines, and that's the one they have cranking, you know. But it's like a thirty, forty thousand dollar investment, which is like ah. well, that's a lot of money. <laughs> I know, because I would of love money. It. if you had a little, you got a little, uh, you know, lottery money, maybe. Someone know. like me, it's passionate about it. I would be. Cr- I would. That would be awesome if you could get a machine like that and just record local bands onto vinyl. <laughs> You can make a ton of money probably on eBay doing that stuff. And I would anyway, just and I would investment. and I would just do the weirdest stuff. I would try to like Reverend Beatman. <laughs> no, no, I mean the weirdest like coloring. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I'd yeah, be yeah. crazy, you know. Like I would just try to make it the weirdest. You know, most you know, you know what I have. You, you know what I have once, which I find it. I'll bring it and show it to you. In the eighties, the band, the band split ends. I think the song was e- was either not one step ahead. Maybe it was one step ahead. Anyway. I have a 45, and it's got a laser-etched vinyl. Yeah. If you, like, move it, it's got, like, this little, like, the logo or something like that. And I was like, oh, and it was a 45 for, like, a buck that I bought I think I have this. I think I have a 45 that split ends. That might be it, then. It's either one step ahead or oh, uh, probably the song was. But yeah. it was like, I bought it back then, and it was like, the album came that way, too. It was kind of like, a, it was a great album, too, but it was kind of a little gimmicky thing. But yeah. it works. It works, and it plays fine. That's what happens. You know, that kind of stuff sells. It's kind of cool and it works, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to have this, but I gave it to my friend. Uh, well, he was on the show, a Kirby guy. I used to have a Neil Young, um, I think it was a 45 or something. It was triangle shaped. <laughs> but in the, but around in the center, it was a reactor from the army. I gave it to him. It was like, it was like you That's know, it was cool. like this. And you played the middle of it or whatever. I have the, I have the Africa one. The one that that looks like Africa, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was yeah. it? We are the world yeah, or something. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, we are the world. That's that's another thing about my my record collection, which it's a collection in that I listen to the stuff. But I, if I see something weird, I'm buying it. Like I don't even have to like the music if it's odd <laughs> or or something about it is like that's not right. I I buy that all day long. You know. Do you have the Monty Python three sided? Yes. That there's two different grooves on one side. You get two different is that, comedy uh, bits. Is, um, matching handkerchiefs. Yeah, yeah. Handkerchief yeah I have it. Yeah. Oh, you do. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. It's uh, it's so there's so many weird things. There's so many. They used to do so much fun stuff. And you have any of the ones that play from the bottom up? One. Oh, you do. Have yeah. One. That, the, that one of the Jack White releases did that. Oh, you did get one of mm-hmm. those. Okay. Yeah. Which I, I didn't get it at first. I'm like, what's going on here? It, so it got me. Like I didn't know what it was, and I was like. 
Oh, you got me. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if they had a record that played front to back and then back to front. He, he's trying. He's trying to do that. Yeah, huh? yep. Um, Jack White is trying to make that happen where it'll just keep repeating. Wow. That'd be cool. That'd be cool if you could play like front to back, top to bottom, one set of songs, and then bottom to top a different set of songs. Oh, if they, be, if they could do it. If he can figure out, he would do it. I that mean, would be cool. That's one thing, although I was very critical of the last Vault package, the guy does do a lot to push the medium forward. Yeah. He is trying to make it very interesting and very cool and stuff like that. So, you know. Here's another one that I have a few of, but I'm sure they're, they're, they're warped to hell. Flexi disc. You remember the flexi huh. disc? Yeah, you'd get them with like cereal and crap or like that, right? Or a magazine. I, I, for one year, subscribed to this magazine called Trouser Press. It was kind of like an indie new wave magazine. And since you, I subscribed for one year, I got all the flexi discs. I had XTC, a bunch of other bands. Dude. You had to play a, a quarter on it so it would play Dude, You play that like three or four times, it's done. Those grooves <laughs> are gone, man. The flexi disc, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Those are awesome. I've had some, I had some of those cheaper Rondo and KTEL ones where they were so like cheaply made you could basically fold them like a taco and they didn't break they just like if you held them in, they, you could just like a yeah. whoop, 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 you know you know who did that for a while was RCA I have like a couple of Bowie records and Lou Reed's from that era where hey this is our new <laughs> vinyl and it's like this light ass like burp, 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 yeah. thing and you're like oh, this is really bad yeah, so really, to put out a great record like Hunky Dory and put it on this horrible vinyl you're like oh, whatever you know uh, those were the days man trimming costs wherever you can trim them right and then do you have picture discs yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, those were big back then too, the picture when discs. I sold off my vinyl when I got into college because who cared about vinyl then? Yeah. Uh, and this is like late 90s, or early 90s, late 80s. And um, boy, I sold off a bunch of punk and I also sold off, uh, one of them was a Peace of Mind, Iron Maiden Peace of Mind picture uh, disc. It had Peace of Mind on the one side it was them and on the other side it was a brain like a thir- like a Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> like the brain was on the middle of a platter with the vegetables and everything around it. I was like, epic. That was such a cool picture disc. I That's when I regretted getting away because, well, you don't have the forethought when you're a kid. You just sell no, stuff. No, you're you know. just moving on. Yeah, so. moving on, man. It's, you know, you don't you don't hoard stuff or collect stuff. like like Unless you you're me. But well, anyway, wait, then wait, wait. you don't regret ever. You never got rid of anything, so you don't regret. Oh, it, I did. Know? I did get rid of stuff. I got rid of toys when I was a kid, and I truly regret getting getting rid of some of the original GI Joes that I had oh, and stuff sh- like that. You probably yeah. regret them because now they're worth millions. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, oh, I could sell it now and have money. That'd be cool. <laughs> I like money. <laughs> well, well, here's one, and, and my and here, here's a good one, and I actually gave it as a gift. I, I gave um, um uh, Joust, and he told me about it the other day years ago. I gave him a comic book, and it was the first appearance of a Hawkeye in Tales of Suspense. Uh-huh. He goes to me the day, hey, you know, remember you gave me that Hawkeye? And I go, yeah, 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 it's in really good shape. Yeah, yeah, I looked it up the other day. It's worth like 2000 And I went like, that's the greatest birthday gift you ever got in your life, dude. Holy hell. Yeah, it's Does worth he like still have grand. it? Yeah, he still has it. Yeah, he still has wow. it. I got bad news for you. I wouldn't still have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I had two thousand dollars in my pocket. You know. No. Oh, here's a here's a good one. Because I'm a generous guy. <laughs> ages ago, ages ago, this guy I used to work with who we, at the time we were friends, and he's a nice guy. And, and 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 he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. But when I when I ended up quitting, he wasn't a nice guy at the time, and now he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. One year we were like, I was working with him, and we built a, you know, I was the first employee that he had. He was running one store, he was running the other one. So oh, we nice. Were doing, we were doing okay. 
So, like, all of a sudden for Christmas, he goes, Yeah, hey, I got you something. The first issue of Famous Monsters. Whoa. I went, Whoa. That's oh. so awesome. So I'm going, How am I going to top that one? So I go to my stuff. I found a piece of original art, some character called the Creeper back from the 60s, Steve Ditko art, that I'd gotten for five bucks from somebody. So I gave him that. He was like, Oh, this is really cool. You know, like, a year later, I found out from parts unknown that he sold it for like a hundred and I was kind of pissed off yeah. you know what I mean but you know what you give something and that's just the way it is you know? I know actually I, I, I'm guilty of that with you you got you got upset uh, you had given me a laser disc oh and the Black Sunday the Black yeah, Sunday and, 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 and I because I, I, I gave rid of, it away for nothing well it was a, it was part of the whole package and I could tell you were kind of pissed and I was like sorry dude I didn't yeah, you didn't, it, you, know? you didn't know how much it was worth. Yeah, I go, no, well. you didn't give that for nothing. That was a good one. That was a uh, rare one. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. sorry, man. <laughs> live and learn. <laughs> yeah, like live and learn. I'm never giving you anything. I ever no, no, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I was just like, I was just thinking, you that was rare. You could have gotten something for it, yeah. you know, as opposed eh. to like 50 bucks for the I did get a fairly decent amount for the whole package, so... Uh, yeah, you know, as long as you got some money out of it. It wasn't like a 25 bucks or something. No, 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 no. That's I didn't know if you were throwing them away. My world doesn't do that. Okay, I don't know. I know a lot of worlds do. I get money for my you, stuff. You, you, know? you would be surprised, even to this day, and I'm not trying to tell you stories out of school, how these shop, comic shops buy stuff for nothing from people and get like relatively good stuff in there because people still think they may have something, but in the long run, when they walk in there, they don't want to they don't want to back want to back out with all the boxes. So they'll take fifty bucks for like five hundred comic. And books. they're gonna find and they'll find two or three they'll that find are two like or three. the hundred dollar, two hundred dollar ones. The rest ones, of them like, go into the dollar bin. That is still going on today. Well, and it has to. And there are still people like, oh, my grandparent, my grandfather died, and he had these 50s books in his attic. They're still going on. That's still going on. And a lot of people don't know and don't care. And, and some of these comic shops, and I hate to say they're taking them for suckers. So right now, I'm going to do a public service to all <laughs> you people that have comic books out there and want to sell them the comic shops. Please go online and look at the value of them. And don't get taken because the comic shop will then take the books, give you nothing, and call a sucker like me and tell me, hey, I got these books, and then like charge me cover price for them with a disc with a bit with a bit of a discount, knowing that they paid nothing for them. Just oh, a yeah. public service. Well, and records, record companies. Records are the, same, the thing. same. Even DVDs. I went there the other day. I bought like three DVDs. I bought a couple of I got a couple of Beatles and stuff like that for two fifty. Wow. At That's this place, two fifty. I bought a Beatles and a Bee Gees and I think a Lemonhead and one of them for signing up to their club I got for free. So I got like four CDs for five dollars. I mean, you know, that's how cheap it's getting these days. Cause CD, according to uh, some people that I know that are in the business, is like dying. Like oh dying yeah, no, death. they're done. It's dead. It's gone. Like CDs are done. I mean, um, at the store that we went to the other day, the CDs were two fifty. The vinyl was was lowest price was like six or seven. Well, that's what it is. Vinyl vinyl has moved in and became cool again, but <laughs> everyone else in the world uses digital. Yeah, I, I mean, it's all just digital art. It's and all as, just digital. And, and as much as I love vinyl, vinyl deteriorates very quickly. Yeah, you got you got to care for it. CDs gonna take you know. a long time. But vinyl deteriorates very quickly, so. I think, uh, yeah, whatever. Hey. Yeah, let's go to some music. Yes. All right, cool. We'll be right back. I used to wear little shorts on the job and whatnot, and they would fire bricks and little pipes and bottles of beer at me and whatnot.
fellow than myself once said, sometimes you eat the bar and much obliged. Sometimes the bar while he eats you. All right, we took a quick break away from the out of sights to play some Rolo Tomasi. I played for you Dirty Ape, Working Class Promise, and So Cruel. Boy, we have all fallen for the Working Class Promise, haven't we? Mm, Working Class Hero. (laughs) Yeah, but don't worry. The last music break, we'll be back to our new awesome band, The Out of Sights. So, yes, yeah. You went to a concert last night. Crazy last night. Here's the story. Of a lovely lady. Yeah. <laughs> hey, lady. Yeah, a lovely lady. The um, I had I was originally going yesterday. I was originally going to a uh, a firehouse auction where this uh, this this local fire department closed down up in Brooksville, Florida. It's and about an hour away. Uh, and it was going to be a travel. It was going to be a trip. And I was going to go up there and see what I could get. There were everything. They were auctioning off everything. Had no real specific goals in mind. Just go there and see what happens. Well, about two days ago, I get a text message from Oliver and says, What are you doing Saturday? And I wrote, "Um, eh, Going to this auction. Why? What's up? Well, I have extra tickets to the Slipknot Lamb of God uh, bullet for my Valentine concert. And I was like, Well, let me uh, me think about it or whatever. And he basically wrote back, F that auction. And I said, yeah, I guess you're right. So uh, <laughs> so basically, I skipped the auction, which is good, because who needs to spend money on junk you don't need? And uh, last night, we ended up going to the Amphitheater in Florida, which is an awesome venue. Um, is that the one on I-4? I-4. It has like... It, the outdoor one. It, it's an outdoor I-4. one, but it has a very nice uh, canopy over it. Sure. So it's an outdoor event. It's a that shed. Has, they call them sheds. <laughs> yeah, so it has a shade. It has. It's nice. So you, su- you sat in the shed area, not in the lawn area. Yeah, okay, sat in the shed you. area. Did you get rained on? It was raining all night. It was a mess. But it was awesome. Um... I I knew of Lamb of God, but I because uh, actually even uh, Oliver gave me a whole ton of their stuff digitally to listen to. But um, but I am a, a fairly dedicated Slipknot fan. I've, I have every one of their CDs or albums. Um, I like them. Uh, they touched the nerve with me way back when they first came out and new metal, as they call it, whoever they are. Um, metal's just metal to me, but new metal uh, came out and they really kind of turned the world upside down with. No one ever saw anything like what they came out with. Like when they hit, it was very groundbreaking and changed the direction of metal. You know, Slipknot did. Yeah, Slipknot okay. did because it was. I'm not 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 any weren't, one. Weren't Corn and those guys still doing the grunting thing before that? Or Pantera? Oh yeah, no, no, and I I don't mean what they did was the the theatrics and the level of wow. You know, when they came out, they were they all they always wear masks and they're very creepy masks and they did stunts and high rises and they and you know and it's and again not one of these things is revolutionary, but the package that they delivered for this for this sound and the aggression that they brought was kind of like a different level. Everyone else kind of elevated to catch up to them. That was like the new movement of metal, you know. And and there's other bands. I'm not. They aren't the the, the second coming of of metal Christ or anything like that, but they were, okay. they changed it. I'll just put it that way. I'm surprised there isn't a band called metal Christ. <laughs> there probably is. And, uh, you Christ never, Scandinavian you never heard of them cut for a reason. Cause yeah. they suck. Uh, and that's, that's one of those things where like, you can always kind of pinpoint a turning point music brought about by one group. One, the movement ha- is kind of 
not created by them, but they are the the, the pinnacle of what happens. You know. See, do, you're, 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 see, you're just talking like I would never compare Slipknot to Beatles, though. Well, they changed music in the same direction. Like, oh no, not to the, maybe not oh, to the same no. level, but they changed it. They changed uh, two decades worth of music have no. been changed completely by what they did. No, the Beatles changed the world. Oh, I know. I, I didn't say to that level, but yeah, I'm trying to pinpoint like there's specific people that came along that made things different mm. to different levels, and they were one of them. Okay. So, uh, I was very. I've never seen them. I, of course, I. I'm at an age in life where I don't really go to see concerts anymore. Um, no, they're a pain in the ass. They are, but I was very thankful that I did go. Oliver's there, and it's yeah, you know. and it was fun, and uh, all all the bands were very good. This the show was very good. Lamb of God was odd. Um, they just looked like a bunch of redneck shit kickers. Yeah, I've seen them before. Oh, okay, you've seen them, and but the but they had this these two huge digital. Uh, displays on their stage and the you know the the uh the images that were being shown were so graphic and so like uh emotion evoking that it almost took it to a to a very odd level in your head your 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 mind's actually um thinking more about it than you sh- you would be you know like it's just a metal song they're just singing about stuff but you're seeing non-stop nuclear bombs going off and nuclear testing and the, the all that stuff that went around that, you know. And it evokes very visceral feelings, you know. So it was a but it was good. It was my ears rang and wow. Uh, I hadn't been to a concert. I I've, I've worked concerts uh on the video cruise recently. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I but I have in hearing protection and I'm only focusing on yeah, my shot. Yeah, sure, I yeah. don't even think about the music. I only care about my shot and making sure the 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 crew's happy with what I'm videotaping, not you know. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm gonna do a point counterpoint. Okay. Yeah. I knew you're gonna blast me on that, but no, no, I'm ahead. not gonna blast you. I'm just gonna give you a different point of uh-huh. view. I like punk rock. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. I like even post-punk rock. It's some it's watered down, but yeah, it's watered the, the, down. Yeah, 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 but, but you know, you said, people stuff. people are still like you know expressing themselves, mm-hmm. and there's anger. And there's frustration. There's always good examples of everything. Yeah, there's that's good exactly country it. out there. There's good, you there's know, good country out there. You know, whatever corn, uh, Slipknot, Lamb of God, whatever, whatever, like cacophony in their brain uh-huh. is like, it's, it's like the sound of like nuclear war. I think is what they're going after, or something <laughs> like that. That's a sound that I don't like uh, hearing. The you know way, I, mean? the, well, I'll t- I will tell you this. The wave of of yes. music and power, coming at you, it was overwhelming at some points. You're like, holy of course shit! It Even is. like Bullet from My Valentine, which I don't dislike them, but I was like, eh, you know. They had this double, the double drum, the double yes. basses, and it was firing. It felt like a fifty cal going boom, 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 boom. Like that's what it was doing. Like it was, re- it was recreating like those helicopters that fly over little villages and you just hear that machine yeah, gun yeah, going yeah. boom, 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 boom. That's how it was hitting. You're like, holy shit. You know. But, 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 <laughs> but if you think about it, when Jimi Hendrix played the Star Spangled Banner mm-hmm. on what's like, that's what he was kind of doing with the with the, with the the screwing up. He was trying to imitate like, you know, planes uh, uh, planes shooting down. Oh, yeah, helicopters. And, and, and oh, helicopters yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that stuff. So, yeah, whatever. But it's just become like, it's you know I think at some point it's going to have to go in the opposite direction, 
and it's like okay let's bring back a melody but that's that's not make it trite you know what i mean the problem is that mm. melodies and melodic music has become trite and kind of like pablum inducing you know what i mean there's yeah. no bite to it there's got to me it's like music or things in general have to have like i mean i'm sure that maybe the lyrics might be a little subtle if you could hear them in some of these bands <laughs> but to me it's got to be like a little bit of yin and yang, you know what I mean? With these bands, it's just like boom, boom, oh, it's, boom, it's relent boom. like a relentless it's like the born yeah. loser. It's like so heavy-handed and a lot of times preachy, and like you know, like and then you're like, whoa! It's like I need like a backup in order to make me feel because you become numb. And these bands, what they do to me is they make me numb. Yeah. And maybe that's what the point of them is. People want to go there with the with the anger and their rage and these bands numb them to like right. down the fires in their brain or whatever. Like one of the funniest things was because i don't know well the first funny thing was i was wearing i don't know if you ever saw the shirt i have it's like this color kind of but it has a oh, the lime green like yeah. it, but it says ken and ryu's like car crushing it's a it's a it's a video yeah, yeah, game yeah, yeah, joke yeah. yeah i'm walking in to this thing and i turned to george and i was like I don't think they're gonna let me in. I'm not wearing black because yeah, right, it was yeah, a right. sea of black. There was like three people with any color, and I was one of them. I was like, "Well, you'll be able to find me." But anyway, wh- one of the funnier things about it was the people that were at this concert were my age or like slightly really? younger. They were like in their middle age. Middle. This, 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 when Slipknot hit, it was six, twenty years ago. Sixteen 20 years, years ago. There, this. I am the edge, the older edge of their demographic. You're like, like a way older edge, yeah. No, well, no, there, there weren't any kids there. Oh, well, there were some kids there. There were some metalheads, but I mean... I don't consider Slipknot to be a Gen X band. No, no, they're, well, they're... Like, the whole the whole audience was a little bit older, as are they, as they are, you know. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting. Heads. Yeah. That's the thing about metalheads. They'll go and see any metal band. They don't... There's not that much discretion usually. And it was actually kind of a... The, not the, to put them down. No, well, no, but the vibe there was actually very friendly. Which is not cool. friendly, but I mean, they were all. Everyone's kind of cool with everyone else. There wasn't like a lot of punk concerts. Yes, there's fights. It's, not it's, even punk concerts. I mean, hard rock concerts was. It's fight. an insightful of a riot. Like you know, what I mean, like. Well, because then I, I remember seeing stuff like ZZ Top and the drunkenness would always incite oh, fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that all the time, especially when you're down when Miami was real, uh, you know, whatever. Diversified. C- country. <laughs> and, uh, you know, everybody was drinking their, like, whatever, Southern Comfort, and they got real angry during the show, and there was a lot of puke flying around and, uh, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But I've been uh, some bad stuff, because believe it or not, ICP was, was very. Yeah, that's rough. Well, no, but that was one, that was like Scary. one group. That's that's borderline on we're all brothers and this could turn bad for everyone else who isn't here. Like that could have went out and been a riot, not against each other, but against like society. <laughs> like you know, there was a there was a feeling of of brotherhood at last night's concert at the Slipknot concert. It was a good brotherhood because he and he he did that. He he Corey Taylor, who is a very intelligent guy, if you listen to him speak, he invoked that. We're all here. We're all brothers. We're all friends. We are all one. Anyone, you know, kind of like almost like anyone who's saying that metal is dead should look at here because we are the way you guys metal, are singing metal with never, us. You know? Metal never dies. Oh, yeah, it won't. Same you know. way hip hop will never die. Now, here's something that might sound. You, you'll, you will totally hate on me for this no, one. No, I don't hate on you. No, I no, have no. A different opinion. No, no. Well, a different opinion, but. You said about a different direction, something... Would you believe me if I told you that... Would you believe... Would you believe if I told you that a lot of the modern hip-hop and rap that I listen to 
from well-made people sure. is much more orchestral and more melodic and more musical than most music. You mean like by who? Give me an example. Okay, like uh, Ghostface Killer. Uh, he's a guy from the Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan is a very influential rap, rap group. They, they, they really push boundaries and they change. They, like, of course, most of it's... Not most of it. Some of it's just the same generic shit. But they every now and then they, they come up with some real influential stuff. Well, I listened to one called... Uh, it was a 20, 2013 release from Ghostface Killer called 12 Reasons to Die. And it's basically almost like it's a, it's telling a story, very like Scarface style of a of a yeah, yeah. no, but I mean of a, of a gangster in New York. And I, I can't relate. That's the problem. I can't relate to well, gangster. Yeah, but no, I'm trying to get to the point. I know, you know? I know. So, but he's not talking about like he's talking about like 70s gangster. Even. But anyway, he the story is being told, and the music and the rap, it it is like layers upon layers upon layers of like music but it's real music like the the person singing is rapping but when you strip that away there's like depth and very very like well thought out melodies and and under undertones and stuff like that like rap gets a very bad name for just saying rap stupid and you're all stupid well it's deser- and, deservedly well 90% of it is but there's some of them out there that you're 90. like when you listen to it you're like this is really well made real music you know Okay, I, I disagree. Oh, yeah. All right. I, you know, because like, here's the thing about here's the thing about rap hip hop. I liked some of the early stuff, the very early stuff, like the message and stuff like that. Because mm. I thought it was new, and it was different. Yeah. But there's a formula and a half going on. You well, that's know everything. I mean? Yeah, but this formula has like been 30 years already. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even rock died after like 30 years, kind of, sort of. Yeah. There's still guys propagating it, but it's like, oh my God, are we still gonna have like you know the game and 50 Cent and all these guys doing their like, hey man, mm. we're gonna gun you down and you my know, hose and my money. Yeah, and my, yeah, and I get that. Know? I do understand that. Like it's just misogyny, and you know we're talking about like what movie we talked about the Born Losers. Well, these guys are just like the you know the sons of the born losers or whatever. Well, like Wu Tang is even in the, they they release kung fu movies. They're the ones like yeah. You know they they that's they they love that whole and world. And if, and if it would and if it's exploitation, which okay, I'll get somebody says, well, you know you like exploit this is exploitation. Well, it's not a good exploitation because exploitation was kind of like. I guess it is kind of exploitation in mm. a way, but it's pretending to be serious as opposed to exploitation just for, hey, you know what Give we are. Give us some money. We're <laughs> just showing you Here's some... some boobs and some, some, some drugs. Boobs. Give These us your are, money. Oh, I'm serious, man. I'm deep. I'm like, I mean something. I go, yeah. yeah well, yeah, I, I, they they do fall under the not category so of taking themselves way too seriously for the yeah. most part. Um, yeah. Eminem doesn't. He's, yeah. He's kind of... He, he toes the line of being a goofball but also being serious about, you know, being a professional. Sure. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's it varying degrees of everything. Yeah, there's everything. All right, well, let's go to, uh, after that rousing thing, let's go to one more music break. Okay. Because we got to play some more Out of Sights because they are out of sight, brother. Okay. Okay, here we are. Here's some Out of Sights to round out the show. Isn't that nice? Aww. Hey, Powers. You better watch your friggin' self because this is one doctor who does make house calls. Right, Minnie Me? Hey, assholes! I'm right over here! I'm Minnie Me! Come and get me! There's a pool going round, there's a sticky, sticky goo. 
but it's a lie. Happens all with each passing day, but inside my heart is dies. But I don't care, no, I don't care. can't you say in front of Mom? Nothing, Mom. I know what you can't say. You want to get laid. Mom! You want to hump your... Now here's something we hope you'll really like. I will go. Hey, go. and why don't you go to these new places that you can go check out our musings, as it were. Oh. If you like the way we speak, you might really love the way we type and write. Oh, you mean our blogs. We both have blogs that you oh should go my. to early and often. Aren't we clever young men? <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what, though. Yours is like crazy popular. What? What? Your People love comics, man. Destination Nightmare, my so, comic book blog. So what's the People web People love them. Yeah, what's the web address? What do you, how do they get oh, there? Oh, com, or just bl- or just Google Destination Nightmare oh, yeah. blog, and you know, there's, a, there's a thousand postings on there with a thousand it's comic so book crazy. stories. And and it, that yours is the top one on that search because it's it's amazing like, yeah there's a lot so of much traffic mine not so popular but when hey you're starting i'm starting out uh, you're the little engine that could i'm hoping mine's called the wannabe hot rodder so uh yes what is it www.thewannabehotrodder.blogspot.com yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think it, I think i don't know if the does in front of it Ugh. See, I I don't know. I just write the post. Just, just Google it. You'll find it. It's on there. You'll I've done find it before. It. And you can go to my Destination Nightmare blog, and you can find the wannabe oh, hot rider and just all links. that. Just links. And the creature feature and all our stuff. There's just links there. everywhere. So, yeah, Thanks. why don't you go check out those blogs? Uh, if you're sitting in a cube farm somewhere, it's toiling away under the yes. under the oppression of the whip and the thumb. Yes. And, uh, you know, maybe, the it'll, man. maybe it'll brighten your day. The man, dude. Yeah, man, bringing you down. Cyborgs don't feel pain. I do. Don't do that again. Just Listen and understand. That Terminator is out there. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop. Ever. Until you are dead. All right, that was the Out of Sights. I played for you, what did I play for you? Peanut Butter, That Driving Beat, and Please Don't Cry. Man, this band just keeps giving and giving and getting better and better every song. Hell I dig yeah. Em. And uh, 
Yep, you'll be hearing them early and often, because yay for them. And next week, we are going to promo another band wow. with a whole different sound. We are on fire. Yeah, we are. You know, that's awesome. Cool. The, and the, the, the band next week, what, how would you describe it? Uh, hula punk? Hula? Something like that, with a little bit of lounge. Hula lounge psychobilly? Yeah. yeah. Maybe? Yeah. That's enough. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's all it. the teaser you're going to get. Yeah, that's right. That's a ticket. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So what do you got, man? You got anything this week? I've I'm been doing done. a lot of talking. I'm, I'm done, sorry, man. everyone. I'm you know. done. I'm like... Uh, it's been a Mao-heavy uh, episode. This has been a heavy episode. <laughs> I have to, like, find my inner self, get a little zen, and try to, like, understand things and just come now that we got the more. Now that we got the brake lights to turn off on your car, that's yeah, good. Yeah, and resolved all the problems of the world. Now we're good. <laughs> Once again, every week we come here, we fix all the problems Solving of the world. Solving problems, man. We go away. Yeah, we're keeping it real. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you were entertained or at least, you know, liked the music we played. And, yeah. Uh, we'll try better next week, but we won't try better next week either. No, we won't. All right. My name's Matt. With me, as always. Can't get any better than we are, baby. <laughs> I'm Dr. Morgan. Can't get enough of my love, babe. Yeah, very, very wide. <laughs> oh, he was so great. Yeah, he was. I he have was a couple fine. of his albums. Uh, love, can, love something orchestra. Was he, the, was he the one that was chef for South Park, but then turned out no, to be No, I was Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes, that's who I was thinking of. I get them mixed up. And I, they're, they're both great singers, great baritone singers. Yeah, Isaac Hayes kind of lost his mind, though. Yeah. And because he... Yeah, I they, know. I know why. Yeah. Oh, so sad. Yeah, they made fun of something, and he got mad. <laughs> Too bad. Too bad. So sad. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about not getting any royalty checks anymore, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week uh, on the BOD.